Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? I'm good, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this new day that you have added to our destiny, the time that you have provided to us. We thank you, Father, that you take us on a journey with you to show us the deep and secret things that you have hidden in your word, but you reveal to those who are called according to your purpose. And everything works in every circumstance and situation in their favor, the favor of those who love you. We thank you, Father, that we are here and you are here, moving in our midst. We give you our worship, our honor, our praise, and to you alone is all the glory. We enter into your gates, Lord, with that thanksgiving, with an appreciation of all that you have given us during this past week and this past day. And you place a brand new week before us, Lord. Some of the baggages we have carried forward as well with us. Some are ongoing challenges, but Lord, we believe and we trust. We place all our hope and our trust in you. And we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, and our prayer, our course of action. And it is you who are revealing to us the things we must do and how to align with your word and your will through the seven laws. Today we study the concluding one, the seventh one. Father, your grace, your peace and your joy that you pour into our hearts this morning. That when we are with you, there is a strange peace that fills our countenance and our existence. And we want that same peace and joy that comes from you and you alone, which no one else can give and no one can take away. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that are Christians and have not yet encountered you and those that do not want to, those that have turned away, and yet they are your children and your heart bleeds for them. And we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they be quickened. For unless you call them, they cannot come to you. But when you call them, we know, Lord, that they are saved. As we make our prayer, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am. The Lord who is our strength of our salvation. The one who has covered our head in the day of battle. That we might not be left weak and vulnerable. The ancient of days. The one who has destroyed our enemy, even though they are tall as cedars and strong as oaks. And bring them under our feet. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the Lion of Judah, the Lord of our redemption, the rock, our refuge on which we build our church and our lives. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the one who changes times and seasons, 
and the one who reveals to us the mysteries from the heart of the Father. <clears throat> that same spirit of Jesus through whom he was able to successfully conduct his ministry has made now made his tabernacle within our bodies. He is here with us. Lord, we open our hearts to listen to you, to your instruction, to your direction, knowing that you partner with us in everything, O Holy Spirit. And as Jesus said, I will never leave you, but I will be with you always. We know that he meant your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you are here with us. We give you thanks and praise for all the good that we have received in this life. For all the spiritual gifts that you abound towards us. For the grace and mercy that is poured into our hearts. That even though every time we fall, you are there to pick us up. We thank you for blessing us with angels and destiny helpers. Who are there to support us in our times of challenge. Your provision, Father, made available to us. That we might not fall weak in the day of battle. We thank you, Father. That you have blessed us with the gift of your word and with the gift of prayer. So that when we understand how to pray, giving you legal authorization to intervene in our realm. Then you fight, you take over our battles, you fight for us. We become the reporter of that battle. And we can then stand and say we have overcome the world and we stand in victory. We thank you, Father. Today we reflect on the seventh of the word power laws. To start just a recap of the first six, the first one was the law of beginnings. That it begins with an anointed word from God, the law of the seed, that spoken word, the law of the sower or the spiritual warrior. The law of dominion, that the word has dominion in the earth realm. The law of future harvest, that you can speak the word of God and it can go and wait for you at a time in the future. A very powerful one when we speak over our future. And the law of the builder. Today, we reflect on the law of the rudder. It teaches us that you steer your life with your words. In the previous one yesterday, we saw that you can frame your world as a builder based on the word. Life is a journey. Some walk through it without direction, focus or purpose and are blown in all directions by all kinds of circumstances. They never seem to find their way. But that is not and should not be the case of a believer. They understand the powerful principle of the law of the rudder. Apostle James taught us in James chapter 3, when he gave the analogy of a ship. And that's where this law comes from. He taught us that we are the captain and our heart is the boat or the ship. And the tongue is the rudder. 
In James chapter 3, verses 4 and 5, he said, Behold the ships, paraphrasing our lives now, though they are so great and are driven by rough winds, that is circumstances, they are yet turned about by a very small rudder and in a direction wherever the impulse of the steersman desires. So the steersman is able to turn it in the direction that he chooses. And that is the power of your tongue in shaping or framing your world or taking it downhill. That tongue is a little member and boasts great things. And then he goes on to say, Behold, how much wood is kindled by how small a fire. One wrong word can be consuming. There's a truth and a warning in that. You can make or break your life. That is achieve success and peace or set it on fire by the words you speak. We often speak before thinking in anger, being judgmental and then wonder why we said those things we never meant to say. It can be impulsive and that's what the enemy wants to speak out of that impulse. In James chapter 1, verse 19, he says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And it should always be in that order, not the other way around, quick to anger, and then quick to speak and slow to listen. Secondly, many of us have a habit of speaking negatively about ourselves, either in discouragement or in self-pity. And we have seen that those two are very important tools. They are among the top five assignments that the, the devil uses to bring people down, discouragement and self-pity. So if we are speaking negatively out of those kind of thoughts, it's time for us to renew our mind. And if you will notice someone else that is doing that, it is time for you to provide that word of encouragement to them. Knowing that Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And what that really means in short is what you say is what you get. If they speak negative, they get negative. If they speak positive, they get positive. That's the simple meaning of it. The fruit. So it is up to us to renew our mind and to help others renew their minds. And these profound truths belong to you, the believer. Because you were created in the image of God. And now he's empowering you with an understanding so you can discern. And it is okay to act like your heavenly father. And you will, once you understand how to implement these laws, then we do it the way Jesus taught us to do it. We speak, we say it is written. In the Old Testament, he was the voice that created. In the New Testament, he is the word that created. And now Jesus gives us the authority to speak his word.
to create. In closing, I'll quote his words from Romans 10 verse 8 where he said, The word is close to you, even in your mouth and in your heart. And that is the word of faith which we preach. So that when we confess it with our mouth and believe in our hearts, as Romans 10, 9 says, then signs and wonders start to take place. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand how critical it is to manage that rudder, our tongue. So that when we speak, we only speak life. We bear in mind the laws that all creation starts with that spoken word. But all destruction can also start with it. So we focus on creation and not on destruction. That we slow down in our impulse. So that we don't speak out of anger. We are not reacting to situations or circumstances. But we are responding with spiritual intelligence. We ask for that grace, Father, in our hearts. To exercise self-control. So that we are not impulsive in the flesh. But the flesh is directed by the spirit. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord, this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. For all those requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group. We pray especially for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized this day. Those that will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray for all those families that are embattled, that are facing separation or division of any kind, where the enemy seeks to steal from them. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of financial challenges, joblessness, those that are yoked by the enemy, by any kind of stronghold that is keeping them limited in their life. We come against all of these, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus over all those that we now raise up in prayer. Especially our family members that we are praying for. Our close friends. Many among them are not yet saved, Lord. Quicken them that they might call on your name. We cover each of these that we are praying for by your precious blood, Lord, so that your advocacy takes over. We cover our ministry, every family that is part of this ministry, everyone that carries your word, your gospel, to boldly step out. We put on our angels and dispatch them in accordance with assignments, according to your will and your plan, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about us, to protect us, to keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus.
Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we raise our own petitions and when we pray, intercede for others. And we make it our prayer of agreement, release our faith and join our spirit with yours. That prayer is made under an open heaven and it comes to you. And you provide your answer, your revelation, your wisdom that brings about a solution. That prayer must be an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift to release your tongue and faith, unmute your mic and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Papa <laughs> Asyara damra bardar sedede olara jalara dada kataya. Shanda <laughs> 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
The words that the Lord gave me this morning were, let my heart guide your every word. And the Lord put on my heart to say, he wants us to have such a deep and loving relationship with him that he is totally consuming in our life and that he will direct our every word. The scripture I've been given is Philippians 4, 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 32, verse 27, quoted from the RSV, CI, where it is written, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? And then our second one is from Ephesians 4, verse 29, quoted from the ESV, which says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And there's a third one that is quoted from Proverbs 18, verse 21, from the NIV version now again, which is a confirmation of a scripture that we have taken in our reflection as well. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And at the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us when we align with his will and word and we speak it. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful week ahead. And a wonderful day ahead as well today, everyone. Thank you, Thank you Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus.